again. You've got me on my phone. I don't know why sometimes Facebook is like, you can go live from your computer, and other times it's like, no, you cannot. So if you've got us live, I'm excited to have you here again. Um, if it's your first time joining us, this is where our podcast is recorded each and every week. So you can find us live here. Monday mornings at 10 a.m. And if you cannot join, it is not only posted in the group, but also um, you're able to listen to it on any podcast streaming app. So your Spotify, Anchor, Amazon Music, Alexa, anywhere you want to listen, um, just search Fit and Faithful Moms. That'll bring up the podcast for you. Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. So I was saying on our last live before Facebook cut me off that we are focusing on real foundational change. So I'm calling February foundational February. We're getting down to some basics. We have a lot of women that signed up for the 28-day reset, and I am so excited to be in that program with them, really changing foundations throughout the month of February. This is a challenge that starts at the beginning of every month. So if it's something that you are interested in, we can absolutely talk and see if you'd be a good fit for March. But this month is going to be really awesome, intense, challenging for those ladies for February. But I want to bring a little bit of that here. So we're going to be talking about our fitness today, breaking down some worldly habits and things that people think about when they think about fitness and weight loss and what it has to do with your overall health. Before we begin any live, I always break down um, any prayer requests. So if you have something and you want to share it, please share what you would like prayer over. We're here to pray over that. If you want to keep that to yourself, you can just drop an emoji and we will pray for you there as well, so we'll get started with prayer. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. And we will open up into talking about fitness in our foundational February. So, Lord, I just thank you so much for the ability to um, wake up and breathe this morning. I ask, Father, that you remind us throughout the stresses and the challenges and the chaos that can come in the week to take a moment and remember that you gave us the very breath in our lungs. So when we exhale, help us to focus on it being praise. Help us to focus on it being on the good that's around us. Help us to tame our tongues. Help us to tame our fingers online when we are responding or talking to someone not face to face. Um, Father, help us to bring your light and your love more and more um, to those that we come in contact with. And just know that um, we love you, we cherish you, we thank you for this day, for our children, for our families, for all of these blessings. And Lord, speak through me today as we talk about fitness, not in a earthly way, but in a um, godly way. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So good morning, everybody. If you are just hopping on or you are new, um, to the group, welcome. I'm so excited to have you here. We have these trainings and these um, lives every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. Like I said, you can find them on Spotify, Anchor, um, Amazon, Alexa, any podcast app you want to use. Just search Fit and Faithful Moms and you'll find the recording from each week as well as in the group. So 
we're talking about a foundational February, not only because we're starting a 28 day challenge with some new clients, but also because so often on our weight loss or our health journeys, us women like to do all the things all at once, right? We want to be the best at everything. We want to know everything that we need to do and we need to do it. Let me know if that is like you. At the beginning of this year, you were like, all right, I need to exercise. I need to eat better. I need to feed my family foods that they will actually eat. Um, I need to get my mindset right. I got to get back in the Bible. And you have this huge, long laundry list of all these things that you need to change to get to where you want to be. I am not saying a laundry list of things is bad. I'm not saying having a list like that is not helpful. I'm saying a list like that is overwhelming. We sort of have to have a one track mind when it comes to our health. We can't be thinking about all the other things we need to be doing and how we're failing in this area but excelling in this area and failing over here and not spending enough time with our kids. There's all these different things that we want to be the best at. We want to have, be at this level, like above grade average, right? A plus gold star in all areas. I'm here to tell you, it's not possible to juggle all of those things at the same time. So when something slips through, and this might be you, this might be where you're at with your fitness so far. This may be where you're at in your New Year's resolutions. This may be where you're at in your health. When one thing fails, we go, well, this isn't working. This isn't it. Amber says she's learned the hard way to take baby steps. You have to take foundational changes one step at a time. So often people in my program will say that too, like, are we sure this is all we're doing today? Because I have a 100-pound weight loss goal. I have a 50-pound weight loss goal. I want to run a 5K. I have a, this deadlift goal. I have so many women with different huge goals. And I go, but we're starting with this? We're starting with this one thing? Yes! Because if you start with one thing and you get that under your belt, you are going to say, I did it. I did it, I can do this, right? I am set up for success, I conquered this. You need to give yourself an opportunity to pat yourself on the back and go, all right, I am capable of doing this one step at a time. It doesn't have to be everything all at once. So throughout February, we're gonna break down the different parts of health and wellness, starting today with fitness. My degree is in fitness, right? I am a personal trainer, a health coach. Um, I'm a corrective exercise specialist. I love working out. Like It is my jam. It makes me feel better, it's great. I do understand it's not everybody's thing. I also understand what it's like to have depression sneak in. I understand what it's like to have anxiety sneak in. I know what it's like to have the enemy attacking my life. 
I know what it's like to have days where I would just rather stay in bed and do nothing, never mind workout. So I don't know if any of you deal with that or if you want to share some setbacks that hold you back from your fitness and getting your exercise in because I guarantee you're not alone. And I'm here as proof that you're not alone. There are people that are forcing through some things and it looks like they're doing it great on the outside, right? Like she's got it all together. No, I hear that all the time. Like you must have it all together. You love to work out. You've got your degree in exercise physiology. You've uh, got your nutrition degree. There's a nutritionist on your staff. You've got coaches on your staff. You have your own personal trainer. Like you must have it all together. Girl, I do not. And I'm here to tell you, no one does. I don't care what fitness guru you're following. I don't care what Instagram, YouTuber, workout person you're following. They struggle too. And I'm here to tell you that the struggle is part of it. But the struggle is where your growth comes from. So instead of pushing back that struggle, I want us to think about it in fitness terms. Okay? The only way for our physical health to get better in terms of exercise is to push our body past limits. Now, I just came back from physical therapy where I almost cry every time. I hate it. Um, it's hard. I don't want to do it. But if I ever want to walk again or teach aerobics classes again or bend my knee again, I have to go through these painful things that lead me to a greater Are you going to say hi? I was saying hi. We're going to have to go through some painful things. God never promised that this walk was going to be easy. That applies to your fitness life as well. It shouldn't be a walk in the park, right? I started jujitsu because I was bored with some of my exercises. Once you get to that point of boredom or you've been doing the same thing for a few months, you've got to switch it up. That's how you know it's time to change. So let's break down fitness. First, it's a mental game. There are a million reasons why you can't. The number one thing I'm hearing from women now more than ever is, oh, those, those COVID years were tough. They did a lot on my mindset. All right, what are we going to do about that? Are we going to allow the enemy to keep staying in our mind warping what we do to ourselves, warping what we say to ourselves, warping what we look at, or are we going to say enough's enough? I was given the Holy Spirit to say, in Jesus' name, you have to leave. Get out. Yes, dealing with anxiety and depression and all of that sometimes requires you to have to go to a therapist, and it requires you to be on medicine. I've been there. I get it. But we also have the ability to say, enough's enough. Get out. Like, I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of my mental state. Once you get to your exercise phase, you're going to fight a brand new battle of what mental and spiritual warfare looks like. It seems silly, right? How can I have spiritual warfare when it comes to exercise? Let me tell you, have you been in bed and tried to wake up 30 minutes earlier to get a workout in? 
that's a that's a war in your mind, right? Have you had a really long day? You didn't get up early and you're like, I still didn't get my workout in. It's eight o'clock. I have to fit this in somehow. But the TV's there. There's chips in the, in the pantry. Mm-mm. Mila knows no, because I've conditioned myself over 20 years to work out and to push past that. But how do you do that in the beginning? It's one step at a time. It's putting on a DVD. It's pressing play. It's going for a walk. It's going for a run. It's getting your body moving. It does not have to be as complex as we're making it out. It's not. So often I um, reference men's brain. I know that this is a women's group, but men are very one track minded, right? Take out the trash and um, do the dishwasher and all this other stuff. And they're like, what? They, they heard one thing, take out the trash and they do it. We have to somehow be single minded when it comes to our health. We can't be thinking while we're working out that we may as well not be because we ate like crap today. We can't be thinking while we're working out that there's a million other things we could be doing other than this workout because you won't get the most out of it. We can't be thinking, oh, the kids are all over me. I don't have perfect conditions. You never will. There's never going to be a perfect condition. Mila's all over me. Is this a perfect condition for recording a podcast? Absolutely not. Is it stopping me from doing it? No, because we're moms. You need to see that I work out in imperfect situations. I work out and do things when I can't bend my knee completely. It doesn't mean I stop. It just means I I alter what I'm doing. It doesn't mean because I had Burger King last night, and I did. I'm not perfect with eating that my whole progress is is done and this health journey isn't meant for me. No, it is. I'm just human too. So are you. So where do we start with our exercise? You start with what you like. Just figure out something that you like. And you may say, Heather, I like nothing. I hate all forms of movement. Well, then you might need a little bit of, of negative reinforcement to say, Do you want to be in a wheelchair when you're 65 because your joints haven't moved? Or do you want to go on a little walk today? Do you want to have issues with your shoulders and your back? Or do you want to go do a plank for a few seconds and just start there? You don't have to start with hour workouts. You don't have to start with 30-minute workouts. Start with 5. Start with 10. Build up from there. Once you've done that, this is where I want to grow on this a little bit and we can get into this more. So often we think cardio is best, right? Cardio is the best. Us women, we love cardio. I tell you to go lift weights. You're like, absolutely not. I'm going to become a bulky man. (laughs) No, you're not. Oh, I want to tone my stomach. I want to tone my arms, but I only do cardio. Well, you're going to have to add in some weights. Cardio is great for burning off calories in that moment. So when you do cardio, you're burning calories, right? You're using energy. Calories are just energy. They're not the enemy here. Stop thinking calories are the enemy. Our minds and our inability to stop eating 
might be something else. But calories are not the enemy. They're energy that our body needs. So during cardio, your body burns energy during that time and for a very short amount of time afterwards. So if you go on a walk or a run for 30 minutes, you burn calories for 30 minutes. Awesome. Great. That's a good thing. Why we want to do higher intensity intervals sometimes of cardio is because it burns calories long after your workout. So this is that hit type of workout. This is that I'm going to go real hard for 30 seconds and then bring it down low for a minute. I used to do this um, even when I lived up north. So even if there's snow and it's cold and it's gross, I would do this in between um, telephone poles. I would walk really fast in between three telephone poles and then walk slower in between two. Go really fast, pick up my intensity in between three telephone poles, bring it down for one. That type of hit um, training, that high intensity and then bringing it down low, that training of your heart up and down burns calories even longer. So you're going to burn that for hours after your workout. Your metabolism stays high hours after you stop working out. Awesome, right? That's what we want. We want to be eating dinner and burning more calories because our body is in that stage. Perfect. You want to burn it even more? You got to do some strength training. You have to lift weights. You will not get bulky. So although your heart rate does not go up as high during weight training. People say this all the time to me. I only show two minutes of active active workout with my strength training days, Heather. This is horrible. No, because you get days and days of calorie burn out of what you did during that 30-minute weight training versus just 30 minutes or just a few hours with your cardio. The more muscle you have, the more energy your body needs to burn, which means the more calories you burn. You will not get bulky. Women are not predisposed to, to getting bulky and to putting on tons of muscle. Bodybuilders that you see train really, really hard to get that body. They're eating so much food. They're taking a lot of supplements to help with that. We're not here for that. We're here for lifelong health so that we can treat the body that God died to give, give us, that Jesus died to give us with respect. Are you treating it with respect with how you move? Are you treating it with respect to how you think about it? how you speak to yourself? Are you treating it with respect to how you eat? Or are you treating it like a garbage disposal, taking it for granted that things will always be this way and you'll deal with the repercussions when it happens? Do you want to be reactive to your health issues or proactive? We have to be proactive, but I can't convince you of that. I can't tell you you have to lift weights and then bring you weights and lift your arms up and down. I can't do that for you. You have to be ready to be proactive in your health, to say enough's enough. 
The other thing about exercise that's great is it helps this. Yeah, there's a reason why you don't want to do it. The enemy's holding you back. Do you know what happens when you're active? Your body releases amazing chemicals into your bloodstream, naturally occurring, that uplift your mood, that make you feel better, that help with your decision fatigue. I talk a lot about this in my course as well. But it's just um, helping you feel good, right? We always start the mornings like, yeah, it's going to be a great day today. And by the night, we're like, I don't care what's on the table. Just put something there. Exercise helps with that decision fatigue. It helps you feel better. Are you going to allow the enemy to attack your mind on something like exercise? Then imagine what else he's going to be able to do. If it's just with exercise, what other areas are you allowing the enemy to attack this, to win that battle, to hold you back from being all that God called you to be, to reach the potential that God put in you? What else are you holding back because you say, I don't feel like it? I know that sounds harsh. I don't actually ever feel like working out. I don't feel like going to physical therapy and having someone bend my knee to the point of tears and then go, great job. That was really good. As I'm crying and going, I feel like a failure. That's where you succeed. That's where you grow. At the point of failure is where you grow and you reach a new potential. Runner's high. Oh my gosh, when I was a runner, I would love it. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing is, like, it happens at different mile marks. I don't know if this is with you, Amber. But when I began marathon training, I'd be like, yeah, mile two or three. My runner's high would come and I'd get through the rest of my run. The longer I ran, the longer I'd have to go to get that runner's high. So I'd expect it at mile two or three. But guess what? It didn't kick into mile five or seven. This is, oh, this is so great, Amber. Thank you so much. So if I quit at mile two because I thought, oh, it should have happened by now. It must not be happening. No, my body is just conditioned. It's just grown past mile two. It needs to go to mile five now because I've got further to run. I've got more to do. So if you've been trying this workout thing and you're like, I've done it for three weeks. That must not be for me. You have more to do. It's not going to stay the same every time. Your caloric needs change as you add more muscle. Your caloric chain, uh, needs change as you add in more activity. Your runner's high doesn't happen at mile one anymore when you're running a 5k. Your runner's high starts in at mile 10 when you're running a marathon. You're growing. You should. We wouldn't stop our kids in school and be like, well, you know, five minus four, you've, you've maxed out. You've done your subtraction. You know it now. No, we go, all right, let's, let's level it up. Where does your brain need to think more? Where does your mind need to be stretched more? And when we do this with our kids, it's okay. But when we do this with our fitness, we are like, nah. I'm good. So Amber, I don't know how long you run, 
But when you start out running, you get that runner's high real quick. You feel good. Those endorphins get moving really quickly. You start running 18, 20, 26 miles. It doesn't kick in at mile one because you're better than that at that point. You've grown past that. Your body knows it can get to mile nine without needing to super drive your endorphins, right? Without having to pump up the good feeling vibes. It knows that you can survive. Same thing with our mental state. We have to push through. We have to push through the hard times. If you don't, what are you missing? What are you allowing the enemy to win? No one ever feels like working out. No one feels like it. I don't feel like it. I don't feel like going to the church all the time. I don't feel like reading my Bible all the time. I don't feel like getting up earlier to get things done. I don't feel like cooking healthy. I don't feel like eating this parfait that I made for myself. There are a lot of things I don't feel like doing. And we say it to our kids, just because you feel it doesn't mean that it's true. Do I say that? (laughs) Just because you feel it doesn't mean that you need to act on that feeling. It means you need to address it and deal with it. But then we have to do what we have to do, which is move our bodies which is fuel our bodies, which is treat our mind with respect, which is to feel the spirit in us and then act on it, not on our worldly feelings. So if you're thinking, all right, Heather, I know I need to work out. I need to get past my feelings. My workouts are going to get harder. And that doesn't mean that I'm failing. It means I'm getting stronger. Yes, I have a free weightlifting packet and it goes through these things like all right how much do I lift and when I want to get toned up what does that look like for me where should I feel the burn it's free and it helps you get started on your weightlifting journey it helps you get your foundation for health even as a marathon runner it's different when you're a jiu-jitsu fighter you know like yeah you need strength If you don't do upper body strength workouts and lower body strength workouts with your cardio, you're going to cap out at some point. Your cardio endurance muscles can only take you so far. You've got to have the other muscle fibers working with you. You've got to have strength in your muscles. We need strength in our mind to fight the daily spiritual battles that come at us. And we need strength in our muscles. To help us with daily, everyday things. I'm not saying you should lift weights to, you know, tone up and lose weight and lose inches. I'm saying we need to lift weights so that when we slip on ice, we catch ourselves. We don't fall and break a hip. We don't fall and twist our ankle. We don't go down and and pull our back. That we have strong muscles that go, oh, I know what to do. I've been training for this. I'm helping her keep her balance. I'm helping her keep her strength, helping her get all these groceries in. It can be for everyday reasons. It does not have to be for superficial reasons that you are exercising. So get it out of your head. It's not selfish. It's not anything. It's not having to happen at a gym. It can happen at home. It doesn't have to happen happen without the kids. 
doesn't have to happen at the perfect time. I'm trying to think. I did work out this morning. I woke up earlier this morning because I had... At 7? I did. I know 7. Some of you are like, what? But homeschooling, it's a perk. 7 is early for me. And me. <laughs> we woke up earlier so I could get my workout in, so I could go live in my new 28-day group, so we could get to physical therapy, come back from here, and then keep working. You're going to have to find what works for you. But in order for you to find what works for you, you're going to have to push past that mental block telling you it's not for you and that you don't need it. Exercise is foundational in your health. Maybe not for the weight loss side, because it's not. I hate to break it to you. It's not going to make or break what you do in the kitchen. Me working out today does not even come close to getting rid of the Whopper I had last night. Or whatever it is that you ate over the weekend. But it is going to help me stay balanced. It is going to help me feel better. It is going to help my choices be better throughout the week, throughout the day. It is going to show her that working out is something that we do. Put that in your mouth. <laughs> right? It's okay to work out. And it doesn't have to be for crazy reasons. It can be because this is good for my heart. The spirit lives in me. And I want it to have a good working space. I want it to have a good working atmosphere. I don't need it to be battling high blood pressure and cholesterol, anxiety, depression, uh, weight, all of this other stuff. I want the spirit to live in a place that's healthy. And it starts with your fitness. So, if you are looking for that free weight training guide, you can comment below, free weight training guide. I will message you. I will make sure that you get that over so that you know how to start incorporating weight training into your routine. But if you're just beginning, I want you to commit today to five minutes of any physical activity, anything at all. And maybe you're already doing physical activity, but you don't weight train because you don't go to that area of the gym. There's too many men there. There's too many things I don't know how to do. I'm here to tell you the men in the gym don't know what they're doing either. And they certainly are not looking at you. They are very self-absorbed. One-track mind, remember? One-track mind in what they are doing and that they, they look big. They don't care. And as someone who's worked in the gym for 15 years, they're not doing it right either. So just go pick up your five-pound weights and do some bicep curls. You're not going to bulk up. You're not going to become him. You're not going to be doing it wrong. It's all good. What mental block around fitness do you need to push back to push past today? Is it saying I need to know how to weight lifts, uh, weight, lift weights? <laughs> good. Comment weightlifting guide below. Is it you just need to get started with some sort of movement? Good. Comment five minutes below and that's what you're going to commit to. Is it that you need to push past mental barriers and say, I'm just going to get this done. The worst thing that happens after five minutes of you working out is you've wasted five minutes. But you won't. You'll end up going longer. You can comment five minutes below. I want to know what foundational exercise change you're going to be working on this week. What mindset shift 
are you going to make when it comes to your exercise? Is it that you don't have time? You do. Everyone has the same 24 hours. Everyone has the same 24 hours. I cannot give you more time. I can tell you all the reasons why I don't have time. But I can also tell you all the reasons why I need to make the time. You've got to make the time for yourself. So let me know what you're going to be working on this week. I am excited to hear about your foundational fitness changes. Again, if you want that free weightlifting guide, let me know. I will get it over to you. It'll be easy. You can read all about muscle fibers, go into the science a little bit, understand why women can't get huge muscles without really intensely changing their diets and, and all this other stuff. How it won't happen to the typical woman. Even someone who's built like me. I'm an athletic built person. You don't see me like bulging everywhere. <laughs> right? Because I'm not doing everything I need to be a muscle builder. We don't need to be bodybuilders. We need to be stable. Right? Working on stretching. Gosh. We're getting into that next week. Tiffany, that's so good. Because so often we're like, we did the workout and now we're done. Stretching is just as important. And if you're not stretching, you're not doing all that you need to do. You're doing your body a disservice. So we're going to get into stretching next week, Tiffany. Such a great point. I want to know what your foundational changes are. Comment below. Just like Tiffany, she's going to work on her stretching. It's still a part of your workout. You got to get that done. Let me know where you're at. Let me know how it goes. And let's start foundational February with one thing, movement. That's it. Just move. Five minutes. You've got this. Way to go, ladies. I'm excited to hear how this changes for you. I'm excited about continuing foundational February. And if you need anything at all, don't hesitate to reach out. That's what I'm here for. I will talk to you ladies soon. Have an awesome week and let's get moving. Bye now. Mm -hmm.